Welcome to Moose and Squirrel, but we're married. Uh, this is a bonus podcast from a, a very wonderful, very homely, very, you know, appropriate and, and conservative podcast. What are you talking about? Buttoned up, some might say, called Up To and Including Death. Homely and conservative? Yeah, all buttoned up, you know. All right. And, you know, the, and one would say that, you know... A, the preacher's daughter of podcasts is what we no, have. No one would And ever this say that. is um, very appropriate because today on our bonus podcast, Moose and Squirrel, but we're married. <laughs> Moose and Squirrel, but we're married. We're going to be watching the seventh episode of Supernatural called Hook Man. Oh, does is it have a hook for a hand? Maybe. Oh. Oh, maybe. Uh, you know, maybe we have to find out. Uh, we just mentioned that when we I went off on Captain Hook. Yeah, we did. If that was we just did. an unfortunate name, or yeah, I'm pretty name? sure that was his real last name. So it is episode seven, the Hookman. By the way, um, my voice and probably John's voice might end up sounding a little scratchy. We're getting a lot of the smoke from the Ontario wildfires, and so our room is weirdly orange right now, much like everything else. Um, our hearts go out to people in Ontario dealing with that. Um, but we have to deal with the smoke, and it's unpleasant. Uh, so, written by John Shibben and directed by David Jackson. Original air date, October 25th, 2005, right before Halloween. Appropriate then, right? Like the week before. It's just the Thursday before Halloween. Okay. And so, I was watching this episode. It's one of the few I watched live back when it first came out. Because I started watching in season six when, I, well, yeah, I think season six was going on. When I started watching season four. So TNT in the daytime, everybody knows it. Okay, so this is the one I saw in college, though. And I was kind of into it, but I didn't like certain things because I'm not a Sam girl. I'm a Dean girl. So, in a quiet Iowa college town, a minister prays to protect his parishioner's children. But another minister, a two-centuries-old madman with a hook for a hand, wants them terrified, slashed, and dead. Okay. That's what he looks like. Do you see? He looks like a professional wrestler. Yeah. He also looks like he has a hook for a hand, perhaps. Um, <laughs> a little more of an elaborate hook than most hook. Yeah, people. it's kind of serrated, which you would think that wouldn't be good. Sorry, there's a lot of kid noise. We can't help it. Um, well, I mean, we could. Yeah, but... Again, we pick our battles. So, I think that this particular prompt or what is this called the thing that's here description yeah this phd ladies and gentlemen um this particular uh description is not as far off except it's weird that the minister is the thing that they're focusing on but i suppose it's because they want to have that balance right it involves a minute a 200 year old dead minister again giving it away but it's been a long time since I purposely read descriptions or watched trailers. I watch so many more trailers with you now because yeah. we have to do it for this podcast. But I don't really watch trailers in my other time in my private life because it gives it away. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. What do you think is going to happen in this episode? Now, you did see it, but you were delirious from lack of sleep. Yeah, I don't remember seeing this. No. Okay. No, I think the, a guy with a hook is going to terrorize some people. But in the end, Sam and Dean will save the day. How do you know? They might not make it. 
there's nine seasons that make it. Oh, sassy McSassafras. All right, let's uh, let's watch this bad boy. We had a murder, John. Yeah, that was very fast. It was very quick and very good. Would you like? I would like you to describe what just happened. Why would you like that? Because I just thought I think that it just I would like that. Please. Okay. Well, the lady that we saw at the beginning is on a date. Okay, so let's start with we saw a lady and she was in co- a college girl. She oh, yeah, is we in didn't with talk her. About her at the beginning. <laughs> no, we didn't. We saw a college girl with her college roommate. College girl shows up with the jean skirt on, but with like a long sleeve button up. And she says, "How do I look?" And the and the roommate says, "Girl," she's like, "Is it too Martha Stewart?" Topical reference, right? And so the the roommate gives her a skanky top, which is actually not very skanky. And the girl puts it on, and she's like, and the roommate's like, "Don't do anything I wouldn't do." And she's like, and she says, "Oh, there's nothing you wouldn't do." And then oh. then she goes on her date. Isn't that a shitty thing to say? Well, she there's said, nothing you wouldn't do. Yeah, but the lady agreed. She just, I know, but she just basically called her roommate an SLUT. Well, I also think that's the case. Well, whatever. Anyway, so then, uh, then as you're saying. Oh, well, she went on a date with this fine young gentleman who oh. casually tries to rape her. Yep. And uh, they hear a noise. There's all mm-hmm. kinds of screeching going outside of their car where. He parks and yeah. to Lover's Lane or Ooh. Boner's Court. I don't know. <laughs> Nine Mile Road. Now, we actually got to see the ghost pretty uh, right away. Yeah. well Before they even got to It wasn't apparent he was a ghost until he disappeared. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was just a guy with a hook scratching signs. Yeah. Literally. This, the dead end sign. Yeah. And all that stuff. So he's got a scary hook. Yeah. The ghost knows irony. He's like, yeah. oh, dead end sign. I'm going to scream this. This will yeah. be funny. Yeah. You'll get it later. And then, so, the boy, what does he do? Uh, he just never returns from the car. Well, he gets yeah. out of the car to find out what the yes. screeching is and just doesn't return. Oh, no. And she freaks out, and she hears scratching on top of the car. And she's able to get her entire body in, like, the... It's the, a truck. The floor of the of the front seat. Yeah. It's very impressive. But then she finally gets out of the car, and she looks, and... He is hanging by his feet over the car. With, with this like, bloody handprint touching yeah. the scratching against the like top of the car. One arm missing and a big scratch across oh, his chest. Oh, no. You know, normal Saturday. Well, such a good boy. Um, so it was a very 2000, 2000 like thing for a boy to start to put his hand under a girl's shirt. She says no. And he says... No, it's it, fine. It's fine. And yeah. then continue to do it more. And yeah, the look on her face know? of like... Uh, is this what we're doing now? <laughs> a man said it's fine. So a man it's fine. said that I have to do it, so therefore I have to do it. No, it's bad. It's bad. I think we, oh. I think the the conversation around consent is much better now these days. Yeah. Because before it was just like you had to say an emphatic no, and even then it might no, not be believed. It took like a swift kick in the nuts. <laughs> just saying no was enough. Yeah, yeah. Though you have a very cute thing that you like to say. What's that? I didn't want to presume. Yeah, I don't want to be presumptuous. Yes, I don't want to be presumptuous. I didn't want to presume. You're so cute. My father <laughs> taught me to respect ladies. Yeah. And not to presume. Yeah, he's a nice guy. But, okay, so we're looking at Sam. He's on the phone. One weird thing that happened was that the preview for this episode, or the, the, summer, the recap, was a recap of... 
basically the first episode of the show. It looked yeah. like... No, and the, we haven't gotten into any kind of mid-season thing or whatever, but it's clear that they want to catch everybody up on everything that's going on. But they even showed Sam with that sickle blade again yeah. that we never saw again. It's on the cover of the DVD. It's case, on the cover of the on... DVD. He touches it once and never uses it again. Yeah, and well, But they show it, and, but then we have a guy with a hook hand, so the blade's almost similar, you know? I wonder if they saw an increase in ratings and were like, not enough people saw the first episode to get these, so they yeah. started interjecting even longer um, introductions. Yeah. I mean, in this particular episode, or this particular show, they... Because this was far from syndication or even reruns. No, that, that's what I was thinking. Like, they wouldn't have... You would not have been able to see the previous four episodes. No, they were Your gone. Your friend in college... Your friend Emily and Sarah would have to tell you the things that happened that you missed. And then you watch this episode and you don't quite follow along because you missed the first four. And if you weren't there for the recap, which I don't think I was, then you're going to kind of, you know, yeah, I'm not yeah. that into the Sam guy. You know, like in one generation, this is going to seem so foreign to anybody that we have to watch a show once a week. And it was never on again. You couldn't just stream it. Yeah. You couldn't just check your DVR and watch it again. It was gone. And if it gets canceled, you yeah. never get to see it again. There is this show called The American Embassy. And I think it premiered its first episode, like, during Ally McBeal. Like, there was an Ally McBeal episode. It was like they just put the episode in the middle of it. And it was so interesting. And it was about someone that was at the American Embassy in Paris. And it was so cool and so fun. And then the terrorist attack hit the Paris Embassy. And then there's never any more episodes. Yeah. It must have cost so much money to make that. And I was like, I want to see this show. And it looks so good. But. It's just gone. Just so many shows like that. Yeah. You that still you still now it's like, at least Netflix gives you like two seasons. I love the show Boston Common. <gasps> Do you remember that show? Yes. And it's like, it's just gone. It's gone. It's like, Boston, and yeah. it's gone. And it's gone. Okay, let's watch it. Right. We had another murder. Yeah, and it's with this lady again. I think she's doing it. It's it, This time it was a co-ed murder. Yeah. Yeah, so the preacher's daughter, uh, Sam and Dean, met her at church. Because they joined the soror they joined the fraternity which Dude Bro was in, because of course he was in a fraternity. Um, the they found out who he had gone on a date with, and apparently very famously had gone on a date with this lady. Cause she's so hot. Cause she's so hot, and she's a preacher's daughter, bro. And a freshman, it's like the and a freshman, so gross. Anyway, <laughs> um, so they met her at the at the church, at the funeral. I don't think it was a funeral. Well, the dad was saying, you know, oh, thank you for this boy for saving my daughter's life. Yeah. And so blah, blah, blah. And then at the funeral, the roommate, her roommate was trying to get her to go take tequila shots and have a good time with girls. Yeah, she's a um, real friend. And she's like, I have to go with my daddy to have dinner. And so, you know, Sam and Dean are doing some research. What'd mm -hmm. they learn? They learned that there was a, a priest arrested in the 1800s. Yes. Who... Uh, Killed a bunch of prostitutes because he was so angry about the red light district. Yeah, and so he did it with a hook. So now we'd say sex workers, but yes, he did it with a hook. He killed 13 women, uh, bloody sheets and all that good stuff. And yeah. it's quite, quite fantastic. But anyway, we did learn that it happened in Calumet. But Calumet, not Iowa. 
not Calumet, Michigan, which is near where we live, but Calumet, Iowa, which is a place. And uh, yeah, bad things happen, yo. Yeah, apparently so. Yeah, but now, uh, uh, so she gets home and she wanted to talk to her roommate who was already asleep. So you think about it, it's like the roommate, yeah, she had a, she was going to party with her friends or whatever, but she was in bed by like 930 because this chick gets home, her dad drops her off super late. And she's upset because her friend's asleep. And guess who was behind the door? The scary killer ghost. The scary killer ghost. And then uh, she wakes up to a puddle of blood. Yep. And blood on the walls. That says... Aren't you glad you didn't turn on the lights? Whoa. And now what Dina mentioned the previously, that it's like an urban myth. Yeah. Because he wouldn't have written it like that either. If he was yeah. from the 1800s, he'd be like, aren't thine glad? Yeah. Some kind of nonsense. But... <laughs> But for some reason, this ghost is creating these, like, tableaus. Yeah. Which is a bit extra, I think. Yeah, because he wouldn't have spoken modern English. And there's been a little bit more of that explanatory language, which I know there's a word for, where they explain how things in the show work in that universe. So uh, Dean grabs a shotgun and Sam says... Shotguns don't work on go- on ghosts. He's, and then Dean pulls out some salt rounds. Says, this will work on them. And Sam says, ah, salt. That definitely works on... on That's a deterrent for ghosts. A deterrent for ghosts. And I want you to, to put that in your mind. Because that exact conversation happens in an episode of Supernatural that takes place on a movie set. Okay. Yeah, and so I hope I remember to to mention it too, but I never realized that that particular episode was a direct reference to this episode. Because mm. it was a bit clunky. Again, I think this is definitely something to get new new watchers to come and watch it, but I think it's a little bit more clunky than the previous episodes. Yeah, it's, it's very obvious yeah. the laying the groundwork. Yeah. Also, Sam and Dean got caught by the cops with guns out where the dude had gotten murdered. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to do that he wanted to have sex with that lady he did want to have sex with that lady so uh we've had some more research uh they have snuck into the crime scene yes so they have seen the blood markings on the wall yeah and i couldn't help i said to you at at one point like is it just me or is jensen ackles like prettier in this episode he's like less of the manly man and more of like kind of a kid but I think a part of it is that, I think the problem is we're seeing a lot of light in this episode. Yeah, he's usually in shadow almost the entire episode. Yeah, and he's very serious. This is one of the first episodes where you can see everything. Now, we are watching it on a better DVD player. Yeah, but I don't think that changes. Yeah, I mean, it's still we're still watching the regular DVD. It's super bright. There's a lot more of this language of explanation that's clunkier than it has been in previous episodes. Yeah, well, we just gotta go find the grave and salt and burn the body. Yeah, and not in a way like that it's implied. That, yeah, in like in a way that uh, usually in the series, the way that they do this is that they're kind of like checking the list of the things that they need to do. Yeah, and so it's normal to have that kind of conversation. So it's just like I'm gonna ask the kids tomorrow, do you have your toothpaste and toothbrush? And they're all gonna say no and go and get them. Right? Yeah. Like, it's all, it's the thing you do, even though, like, it's a normal thing. Like, usually you shouldn't have to say that, but in, I yeah. could see in a movie they say, oh, the parent has to explain to their kid they have to do the thing again. Oh, like, oh, how do we, okay, we need a somber in the body, we need to figure out what's happening, blah, blah, blah. But this one's just clunkier, the way that they're describing these things. 
But it was very cute. Very, They've had a bunch of really great Dean moments in this episode. Uh, the first one I really liked was when uh, they enter the church during the ceremony or during the service. And Sam lets the door slam behind him. And Dean turns yeah. around and he's like, and you just hear kind of like an under his breath, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Which is great. And then in the next moment, the next Dean moment that was really great was <laughs> when they got into the building. Uh, into the, the 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 murder scene, right? They act the crime scene. Uh, Sam jumps through this window and he's like lithe and quiet. And Dean jumps through and goes cook 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 cook. Yeah. And Sam's like, come on. And Dean's like, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> and then this scene that I really like. So this is the third one. So trifecta in which uh, Sam says he's gonna go watch the preacher's daughter because they figured out that. You know, something is focused on her and they think it might be the preacher himself that's the one that's focusing the tension and the ghost is attacking, blah, blah, blah. Um, And so, and Dean realizes that he has to go and salt and burn the bones instead of playing around with the nice, sexy ladies at the party. But he does it. He just, he just like, he's like, oh man. He's like, I guess I'll go and salt and burn the bones. Yeah. He's doing it for the greater good. The greater good. All right. Let's continue. Oh, John, we're in the mid-adventure. That was a bit of a twist. That's such a twist. It was a twisty. It was M. Night Shyamalan. It was M. Night Shyamalan. (laughs) Dean has M. Night Shyamalan. I can speak, I swear. (laughs) Dean has salted and burned the bones because he found this unmarked grave, which was actually marked with that symbol of the cross or whatever that they've been seeing on stuff. That's great. But Sam's outside and he watches the girl having an argument with her dad, the minister. And she comes out because she sees Sam skulking out there and they're having a conversation and she's saying like, he taught me right from wrong, but he's seeing a married woman. I know her kids. Her husband goes to our church. Drama. Lots of drama. And so she doesn't want to go in. She want you know what she wants to do? She wants to get some loving, some sweet, sweet loving from Sam. And Sam's into it for a second. And he's like, I can't. They're both cursed. So it'd be the perfect relationship. It would. But you know, he just wants... Either she would catch on fire, or he would get stabbed by the hook man. Either way, it's one like a of race them. race against time. Maybe the fire would kill the hook man. Oh. Interesting. But in any case, uh, so he's got some aha moments going on in his eyes, because it's supposed to be a person of great faith that the spirit comes around. And they thought it was that the dad was obsessed with his daughter's virginity or chastity or whatever and wanted to keep her, like, good or whatever. Um, But it turns out she's the one. Yep. And so the minister's like, bloody blah, Missy or whatever her name is, come back inside. And she's like, I'll come in when I'm good and ready. And then the hook man comes and he grabs him by the chest with a hook. Yeah. Pulls him in the house. So it wasn't him at all. No, he's about to get murdered. Yeah, we're not sure yet. We do have a close up of Sam's buttocks on the television. It's an unfortunate pause. That's where you paused it. Uh, I think you you did it with your mind. (laughs) John, you have the best butt of them all. Oh shush! Oh you shush! Okay, let's keep going. So we learned something very important, John. Oh yeah. It's that silver melts can melt on a wood fire. Yes, it can. I think that's really interesting. I didn't know. We looked it up. So silver melts around 960 degrees, and a wood fire gets to what? 1,100. 1,100. So you can melt silver, which we know because 
Uh, Dean was frantically throwing all of the silver things in the church into the fire. Yeah. In order to uh, kill the ghost because, you know, the ghost's bones have already been salted and burned. He should be dead. But something is keeping him alive. Yeah, and they deemed it was the hook. The hook itself, which had been melted down and repurposed. Into church heirlooms. Yes. And so the daughter had a really creepy looking, like, cross that she was wearing the whole time. That Dean then yanks from her, or I think it was Sam, just yanks from her neck, which that's something that bugs me in like all televisions and movies. They never use the clasp. Because the thing is, it hurts to yank a a necklace off of somebody. But a lot less than getting a hook in the stomach. Yeah, but that thing, that chain was so deep, she could have just taken it off. (laughs) Yeah, probably. Anyway, so the hook man was very spooky uh, and he got burned it up. Yeah, he just melted away. She was definitely the one that was hoping for people to be punished because they were bad. Yep. And she decided that she should be punished because she was bad. And she wanted Sam to spank her. Oh, well, I think the hook man almost did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it was quite the episode. What did you think? Um, I thought it was all right. Yeah? Yeah, not my favorite so far, but certainly not yeah. the worst. I would say that I was not as impressed with. I thought I just think the writing could be less clunky. I've yeah. never really thought about this as much before, but I, I would say that there's some, some, some edges that needed smoothing, in what they were trying to do. That sound it's almost like it sounds like a a producer was like, you got to make this sound right, and you got to make sure this makes sense. What What is this? How does this do anything? Yeah. How does anybody know why they're using salt bullets? It's like, you don't need to explain it. <laughs> yeah, most people would, I mean, you're watching Supernatural. You're just going to accept that these things are why they do. You know? Well, you know, the best thing is, though, later on they start to do this a lot. They explain to the people they're helping what it is that they're doing and why it works. Which works a lot better than them explaining to themselves, which they already know these things. Yeah, they already know. That said, like, the Wendigo episodes, the second episode out is fantastic because they're talking about, like, when Sam suggests skinwalkers, Dean just shakes and says, like, Wendigo, they would never be this far west. They live in, like, the, in the, maybe in the Minnesota and in the, in the upper Michigan. They don't live out here. And that's, like, that makes sense because they're having a conversation about what to do. Yeah. Not... Did you know that salt works on ghosts? Yeah, of course. And salting and burning the bones? They've been known that since they were four years old. They don't have to talk to each other. But there's like, there's an episode later on that's really good where they do the same thing. And except it's not clunky because Sam asked Dean or vice versa. Sam asked Dean, like, you know, what do you think happens when this, when the, the bones are salted? And Dean says, like, I don't know. Dad just thought that they, it just killed them for good. And, you know, and that's just kind of like the way that this conversation was where if you're a new person watching, you would understand what's going on and you get backstory for people that have already seen it. Because we've already seen ghosts Mm -hmm. get shot and ghosts get hit by iron and ghosts like get salted and burned, I think. So I think it's time for them to not do that. Yeah. But I think it's just the clunkiness of the director and perhaps the writer. The first episode they were doing things like that, but I think I pointed out, I'm like... I see what they're doing, and it doesn't feel as forced as a lot of shows. Yeah. But this one felt forced. And it made a lot of sense because they hadn't seen each other in a long time. Yeah. And Sam had a lot of pent-up aggression. Yeah. Which he still does. Yeah. Yeah. Sam tried to make out with a girl. It didn't work out, and he's all grumpy because... He's not allowed to. He can't go back to college. 
Well, he's cursed in the ladies, too. So. Yeah. He, the ladies need to stay away from old Sam. Okay, so next episode is special because we're going to be filming it in Georgia. We're not filming it. Okay, sorry. We're going to be recording ugh, the next episode in Georgia, and it is episode eight, Bugs. Written by Rachel Nave and Bill Coakley. Directed by Kim Manners, again. See, I do remember slightly watching this one. Yeah. Because you made a big deal about it when we watched this one. Yeah. Saying that a lot of fans hate it. Yes. But Stuart from Letterkenny is in it, so it can't be all bad. So you remember. Well, because it had a Letterkenny tie. Yeah, a lot of fans hate this one. After a construction worker is killed by insects burrowing into his brain, the brothers investigate a town's history and find that a new housing development is being built on sacred Indian land. Like the rest of America? With a curse attached. Like the rest of America? (laughs) Yeah. So this is one of those things of, is it an attempt to be like poltergeist? That's the one that's like the Indian burial ground kind of thing. That's like a whole ton of horror movies. Yeah, they don't do a lot of like Native American... I mean, I guess Wendigo is a Native yep. American myth, mm-hmm. but this the the sacred Native American land trope in, like, in horror is kind of. It's amazing. I don't care what anybody says. Okay, it's amazing. Sure. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to it myself. If there's anybody who needs to get their revenge, it's the Native Americans. That is true. And if the spirits want to come back, what's interesting too about it though is that, usually the in the show. It takes a couple hundred years for the spirits to be strong enough to really wreak havoc. Or, like, only every 30 years or something. And they need to have a good... Like, in this episode's a good example, because there were... This ghost of the preacher could, like, basically be summoned by a preacher that was preaching against the immorality of the times. And so he's only come, like, three or four times as a ghost, right? Even though it's been over 100 years. So is that why we never see ghosts in, like, Nirvana shirts? They're always from, like, Victorian age or early 1900s. Like, you never hear of a haunted house and you're like, oh, that's just Chad. <laughs> the go- Chad, the ghost who uh, who loves to listen to Ace of Bass. Yeah. Like, you never hear of those ghosts. No, no. And they need hundreds of years to build up their energy. So in a, in a hundred years, we're going to have like a whole bunch of grunge ghosts in flannel shirts. And there's going to be dirty boys that it's need to gonna, take a shower. I hope so. I, I hope so wait. too. Well, uh, that was a pretty fun episode. I liked it a lot. I felt like for some reason, Dean seemed prettier in a yeah. weird way. But okay. maybe he just had like... I think he had more makeup and better lighting. Yeah. I mean, Jensen Ackles... Like, you, they've done, like, studies on his face. His face is actually perfectly symmetrical. I believe it. And follows the golden ratio. So... So he's a Fibonacci face? Yeah, he's got... He's a Fib... <laughs> or a Fibonacci face. Um, he is a beautiful man. It's just one of those things of, like... Usually they hide it a little bit. And he's got more stubble. Maybe that's another thing to do. He was clean shaven for that. Um, all right. Well, I think that's it for this episode. Yeah, I think so, too. I think we covered everything. And and I think there's just two more things left to do. That would be to uh, a husband picks the music. And wife does the research. All right, goodbye. Hi there. Welcome to The Secret Track by Trish. John's sleeping in the next room, so I thought I'd go ahead and tell you how you can contact us. Please email up to and including death at gmail.com. Hit us up on our socials up to an ID at just about everywhere. That is two with the number two. 
And if you have a moment, it would be great if you could review us on iTunes or anywhere else. I'd also like to thank Stefan Kartenberg for the use of his song Fire and Ice in the intro and outro in the middles of our program. Uh, Fire and Ice, it's uh, copyrighted 2017, licensed under Creative Commons Attributions, share like license. And I'm going to go ahead and add the link to this to the show notes. Thank you, Stefan. And thank you, listeners. Goodbye.